September the 25th, 2017. Welcome to the show. It's Talking Reckless 196. I am your number one contender, Matt Eads. Joined by... I feel like it's downplayed super hard. Oliver Aguilar. Hi there. Hey, how are you? How are you? I'm okay. I'm all right. I'm feeling pretty good, actually. (laughs) He wants us to refer to him as that now. He actually uh, actively asked us before the show. Mr. Contender, please. Please. Colin Kalinske. What's up? You know how to address your number one contender with all due respect. Feels like you're in second place. Like, <laughs> I'm number one. Yeah, he's the, first, he's the first loser. Yeah. He's the first loser. Yeah. good for you. Still better than all you loser. chumps. Brandon Mekowacki. Hello. Hey, long time. Long time. Like, yeah. seventh seventh loser, I guess I would be. Did you Did you end know. up below me in the last one? I don't remember. I think Colin might have I don't know what happened. Last? I don't know. Everybody won one game. That's all I remember, and that feels good. Oh, no. I did I win Goldeneye. But I didn't win. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I crushed Goldeneye, if I remember correctly. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> we <laughs> Turns out armor is good. And uh, what was it? The um, screen sheet I won. <laughs> yeah, screen sheet. The, the shitty shooters. That's, that's what fun. I did. The screen sheet was a blast. Had a lot of fun. Man who doesn't play shooters crushed the shitty shooters. Yeah. Uh, welcome to the show. We just had a number one contenders match. Yes. And uh, I just was victorious. Yeah, I days be, days ago. Yeah, Saturday it was. I will be facing Warren the Diesel Barris at some point for the undisputed championship. God's willing, I win it and bring it back home. If he decides to show up. If he decides to show up, yes, the man was supposed to be here today at the contenders match and no showed. Our, our undisclosed new commissioner is deciding the rules. I hope. Yeah, he. That I don't envy that new commissioner. He has a he or she. Don't don't. Don't misgender you're right. our you're right. You're right. I use. I just use he because yeah. when it is a she, it's a big surprise. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. We did that. Uh, played some Smash Bros. Uh, title match coming up in the future. I'm hoping we have more than three people for contender matches. Yeah. It was honestly it was yeah. a bad weekend for scheduling. Oh. And uh, there was there was a. It doesn't matter now. It's all in the past. But there was a whole point of doing it today. And yeah. Uh, regardless. Today. We, I thought we were doing it Saturday. Yeah, well, it, it was done, yes, two days ago. Because it's Monday the 25th, everybody. That's right. Yeah. And what a weekend it was. <laughs> Woo! I loved whatever Warren streamed on Sunday. The No Mercy uh, pay-per-view sim on WWE 2K17. Is that what he's streaming? Yep. Are you allowed to, to the no gameplay, though? Yeah. I oh, guess yeah. you're commentary no, it's still, over yeah, it. It's, yeah. still in, it's still in game, yeah. Uh, totally. Yeah, he's simming the, uh, cool. the, pay, the pay-per-view. Yeah. That's pretty sweet. That stuff's fun. Uh, I definitely tuned into what that. What time is that? Uh, what uh, time one, was it? Was that? I think. I think. Yeah. Okay. He, t- he told me one, and yeah, it's up for one of the yeah, schedules. I'll have to go back so. and watch the VOD. Mountain Central. Ma- Mountain Central Mountain time. Central time. Mountain Central time. Central time. Central time. I'm getting caught back up on the memes 63 here. hours and 15 <laughs> minutes behind. Uh, Brandon, you had the... You, you took the sandwich board out. We gave you sandwich board duty for a while. You left the country. Yeah. You uh, did... I hope you got a lot of good uh, like coverage. A lot of people saw the sign. You gave out some and business cards and then got some... That's good. Attention. Where all did you take it? Uh, mostly, I was just down in Seattle for for quite a while. Not long enough. I tried to like for the for the legal weed. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, a friend of ours was down there and had a bunch of it. Said it was great, and I never I never quite got into it. But yeah, it's sweet. It's cool. We drove by a bunch of dispensaries a few years ago. So it's weird. We're not so far behind that ourselves here in Canada. I don't think. But next, next year, next year, next Canada, 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 yeah, Canada Alle- next year. Allegedly. 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 It's going to happen. I believe I, in JT. I think it will, too. So I don't do think I. it's a huge deal. Do you actually believe in JT? Yeah. Because I legitimately do believe in JT, and everyone gets there like, you just voted for him because he wants to legalize the pot. Like, well, that's none of your business, and also, yes. Well, I don't I don't believe in them 
get into politics. I don't believe in him in general, but I believe he's going to come through with his pot promise. Have yeah. you seen his hair? Yeah, it's, it's some hair. Best hair of any politician. It's like the second best Trudeau we've ever had as a politician. I'd agree with that. Second, I think I'm going to get like lynched best. out of Alberta for talking about Trudeau is in a second, good light. Second best Trudeau saying anything, so far. Saying anything good about Pierre in, in Alberta is kind of <laughs> grounds for... People not from Alberta or Canada are really confused what the fuck we're talking about. Yeah, this is so... Albertan politics. Yeah. How was PAX? Is this Seattle's PAX Prime? Uh, they, they call it PAX West now. Really? Yeah. They, they, it was two years ago they, they debranded as Prime. They don't want it to be the Oh, they don't want the to like, put it above the other yeah, ones? Yeah, they don't want it is. a step away. It is, and it still is, and everyone still knows it is, and everyone there is very smug that they're at Prime and not one of the other shittier lesser Paxes. Paxson, I believe they call them. Paxson. Is, oh, is wow. the plural, the Paxson. Hmm. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's West now, they call it. But yeah, it's it's the one. Like It's the one everyone wants to be at. It's super cool. It's, it's in Seattle because it's the Pax guy or the Penny Arcade guy's hometown. And uh, it's funny because it's so much smaller than all the other ones because it's Seattle. It's not a big city. It's not Boston. It's not any other ones. So there's talk of like if they moved it to to Vegas or L.A. where they have huge convention center space, they'd sell 10 times as many tickets. But uh, they don't. And that's cool. So it's it's tight and it's neat. Is, it's, it, is it like hard to get tickets to because it's it's insane. It's like, a, is it more exclusive because it's smaller? Yeah, it's about f- Five-ish minutes from when they go on sale to when they sell out. Wow, that's tight. Yeah, that's you. So you have to know that you're like, okay, I'm going to PAX this year, 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 and I have a plan, and we're just gonna fucking get tickets uh, the second they go on yeah, sale. Yeah, and they don't they don't tell you when it's gonna go on sale. It's like <laughs> we're gonna tweet oh, yeah, it out at some point. Email, just, email no, no, it's just an email. It's just a tweet. Just some point. Tweet. Just a tweet. It's live. Like oh, three a.m. Well. And uh, every year I'm kind of like, I don't know if I'm going to go again. And then tickets go on sale. I'm like, yep, I'm doing it. Because you don't have a chance to, to question yourself, right? Because it's, if you go, you've lost tickets. Um, so I just buy the max amount of tickets, tickets every year. You've lost Super Nintendo Classics yeah. systems. They're printing more of those. Are they? Yeah, they, they said they're. Yeah. Huh. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's kind of in a weird spot now once um, E3 opened back up. So they don't know, like. You don't get the the first view at a lot of things. The, the the games have been a little weaker the last few years, but uh, if you have a chance to go, go. It's uh, if you like games at all, it's just who cares? You get to play the game or anything. You just get to stand around with sixty thousand people that love the same shit you love, and it's just there's there's signs going down the main street of Seattle, um, like on like the street signs, and it's just welcome home. It says with the PAX logo, <laughs> and uh, like there's other ones. There's like. Packs the reason your IT guys out sick and about but the welcome home <laughs> ones really hit you because that that's what it is yeah and it's just you get to just niche crazy shit there's probably like a hundred people to get together and just circle drink about Metal Gear I'm sure oh um, oh at least oh man welcome home yeah well it's exactly it like whatever whatever crazy crap you like and gaming stuff it's people just unabashedly loving it and having a good time there and uh, it's good it's fun it was great yeah you see going. anybody famous you see anybody. Uh, relatively famous yeah it's all like low-key famous people like i got to meet uh louis scott vargas lsv again he's a, a magic hall of famer he's one of the devs of eternal i stood in line because he was doing a signing at the eternal booth and i was like going up and i like, got to like meet him and shake his hands like the third time i met him whatever but uh he's like signing like eternal posters and i'm like all i want to talk to him is about magic he's like do you want i'm like yeah i'll, I'll take that one right i'm eternal thing i'm like i don't know what this is <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, oh, and he had this like stack of uh, face down like cards, and it was their eternal chests. And he like flip them up to see what kind of chest you get. Okay, oh, I got a shitty cool. chest. But uh, that was super cool. Uh, like the Penny Arcade guys, a bunch of magic artists. Um, was there? Th- there was some 
maybe this is old and I, I don't follow this stuff super closely, but there was some kind of controversy about Penny Arcade and one of their comics. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, actually, it was, it was the, the second year I was there. The Dick Wolves comic is the one you're talking about. Yes, the Dick Wolves. So it was uh, the comic, I'm sure everyone knows it go look it up it's a pretty funny comic but it was it was a uh, it was a commentary on mmos and this guy was like the the first panel was like he's playing an mmo and he's doing that fe- you've, you've you all played mmos yeah like yeah. so fetch, well, fetch no, but right. really well you get the idea like it's a fetch quest of 200 like, boar livers yeah please. save save these 12 oh, okay, people yeah. and he's like dude dude, dude i save these 12 people and then one guy comes up to him and was like please save me as well he's like nope quest's done i got my 12 he's like no no, no. you don't understand the dick wolves they come and rape us every night he's like nope 12 and i'm done <laughs> and uh you know whatever obviously there's a lot of shit to unpack out of that comic and uh mike came up uh for years and defended the shit out of it you know the artistic integrity of it and that's a uh, that's a tough one to defend yeah like defending rape stuff and you get against the artistry stuff um yeah it's not good that that's kind of gone in the way they've they've backed down he's apologized and okay they, they don't do stuff because like i feel like i heard about it kind of this year and it, it resurfaces all the time because it's an easy spot to jab at them right yeah they're that's old news though decently famous i'd, um, I'd say they're very famous yeah it's funny they always talk about that like they, they really they they downplay their uh their famousness they're constantly like the one i went to one of their q a's and they're talking about they do a they do a live D game every year and uh back in like the first one way back they had will wheaton on it and so people are always like, Will Wheaton gonna come back? And I'm like, please no, Will Wheaton sucks. <laughs> um, Thank you. Will Wheaton does suck. I hate him. He, oh, he's a pretentious the dick. The only other person in the world. But uh, they're always like, Can you get Will Wheaton I love back? Will Wheaton. Yeah, Shut that's, that's, up. you're wrong. But they're like, No, no, no. <laughs> you're wrong. Like, like Jerry goes out there and uh, that's the guy who writes Penny Arcade. And he's just, I, I <laughs> idolize the man because of his command of the language is amazing. But he's like, You know, like, Will Wheaton's actually famous. We're, 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 we're kind of like, Small famous, and the way they describe it is like, think of like it's Twitter and it's like global trending, Will Wheaton, trending locally, us. <laughs> and I'm like, that's so they really they downplay their famousness, but I'm, I'm I think the, you know, they're, they're a pretty big name generally. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm curious how much they're worth. It, like, like 60,000 people a day come to just this PAX. Oh, yeah. And like, that doesn't take into account the games yeah. and the comics and mm-hmm. like all their IPs. That they've so made. much merch. And yeah, all yeah, like they have, they have a movies optioned. They have to be worth. I mean, I would like. I would guess a lot. Yeah, a lot. Like it's a staggering amount. But uh, no, that was cool. Um, actually, meeting famous people. I just it's people that are cool and famous to me. Like a bunch of magic celebrities. Occasionally, um, I know Bryce Zinnick of podcast fame. Met people from TSM there years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, you can you can meet the people like at the level they're famous. You can you can meet them there. There's not anything, like mind blowingly famous and yeah. whatever. But uh, um yeah like the big thing that i guess ties into stuff people are interested here is the keynote was uh luke smith who is i'm gonna mistitle him in some um, way but he's I like think the, he might be lead story designer yeah Bungie. yeah like he's he's a serious high up there guy like yeah. he did a lot of the shit big you know? wheel at Bungie. yeah and it was it was super funny um he's he's a really smart funny guy like and it was him and jerry just up on stage and he's talking about of um, way back in the day, he, he wrote this article from one of the, the gaming news sites and just thrashed, uh, one of the later halos, like dismantled, like this awful, unbelievably bad article. And he was talking about it, like when I went in for an interview at, at Bungie and he's like, 
you wrote this article. He's like, yeah. <laughs> and they, they respected him for it. It was good, you know, the, the, the criticism they gave. But yeah, no, he, he talked a lot about Destiny and uh, all the stuff they've done and made it, you know, a game. You know, if he's yeah, a story guy, more like you than said, a shooter. it's very close to a game. I, th- th- again, I might be misstyling as well, but I'm pretty sure it's like s- story something. I'm going to, I'm going to fact check this because yeah. I feel it's important. Story like, shooter. Thank he, God. We are once again a fact-based <laughs> podcast. He, he, he's a remark. Like it was, I've seen a lot of, um, I always go to the keynotes. I missed one of them, unfortunately. Um, I, I always remember the first one I went to five years ago was Peter Molyneux, where he went up on stage and lied to us a bunch. <laughs> And, and I great. mean, you got to see Peter Molyneux on stage. Yeah. Like, that's cool. And it was about, uh, it was Goddess was the one with the game he was advertising. Oh and yeah, and he's, he's like going off, it's going to be great. He's like, what I'm going to show you here, guys, is a very early beta. Yeah. And he's British. And he says beta. It's gonna, was it's Goddess the one the that, 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 that was at the center of the cube? Yes. Oh. Yeah, the man who got to the center guys. of the cube got to become the god of Goddess. Holy. That man, Peter Molyneux. And yeah, and it was, it was cool just to hear him lie to you, which was great. And then... uh uh, a couple years ago was Mikey Newman, uh, one of the head writers of Borderlands games. Hmm. He was really good. And uh, Amy Hennig was last year. I missed. Oh, that would have been. That would have been. I was one. so bummed. Yeah. I'd miss it. There's a, there really a magic panel one. against it, and I have allegiances. But uh, yeah, they always have like really cool people, and it's very different, and it's it's always like, a completely different experience. So Luke Smith was really cool, and he's it was one of those of he was there. No, he was it was it was the keynote, so he didn't want to advertise Destiny the entire time. He wanted to talk about himself and all this other stuff, but Destiny still got into it, so that, that was super cool. I I can't recommend it enough. If you like games, you don't you don't understand until you go to like a big convention, and PAX, PAX is the one. Go to PAX. Yeah. Have a good time. In the world where E3 is now this weird like, uh, uh, very like, exclusive. Well, it is and it isn't, because like they yeah. sell tickets to the public now, which is oh, very really? strange in a way that they didn't before. It, yeah. like, it seems like, just, just go to PAX. You want a good time as a consumer, just go to PAX. Go to PAX, yeah, like the lines are a little better and yeah, I don't know, it's not even like the games, what you see, it's just the environment of it is really good and like, to be fair to my, my recommendation, I, I love Seattle. It's a fun city. If you like drinking beer, if you like drinking really good beer, uh, Seattle's the place to be. If you like good coffee, if you want to go um, laugh at all the people that are standing outside the original Starbucks all day, every Duh. day. Original Starbucks? The original the first Starbucks? Is that Starbucks? like a tourist oh, attraction? Yeah. So like there's, uh, you go to the Pike's Place Market and uh, the original Starbucks is there and there's this huge crowd of tourists and then in sight line of you, there's another Starbucks. There. <laughs> oh my God. Because that's where you go to like, actual drinks. This one is just, not the original one. So who no, wants to go there? This is the original one. They got the original Starbucks logo before they cropped it to be less ridiculous. And Okay, what is it? It's, it's a mermaid. It a mermaid? Your, it's from a it's from a an 18th century woodcut. Actually, I'm not making this up. This is legit. I've heard this story. So her tail is split. Yeah, it's a split tail, and she's holding it up. Oh, like this. Fuck? And yeah, it's yeah. So her legs are broken. It's a mermaid. She has a split tail. Yeah, she has split two tails. Tail. Don't, she, don't judge. Don't mermaid shame. Yeah, yeah come on. Here? Okay. Oh, trying to figure out length how. of tail fins are beautiful oh. in their own way. Okay. The one thing is I, I can't bring myself to stand in line. The, it's about a two-hour line for games. I'll stand in line two hours for a panel. That's what I do. Yeah. Um, the one I really regret not standing in line for this year is um, Bethesda had this huge booth with all the different games. But the one was uh, their Wolfenstein booth was made up like a, a, like a 50s American diner. But, you know, Wolfenstein. So there's like the signs up there, and if you played the demo, you got a uh, you got a strawberry milkshake in a commemorative <laughs> cup. <laughs> that's great. Oh, that's so good. Have you seen the the live action commercial with? Or, yeah, I mean, it was oh, not yeah. live action, but the commercial in yeah. the diner. I like. I'm it's so like, oh, commandant milkshake or yeah. whatever. Yeah. yeah. So they they really played that up, and that's super good. There's 
it's an experience for everyone. I always go and play a bunch of like the little indie games. There was one like uh, is the is the indie mega booth at oh yeah prime that is yeah, prime right yeah. this tiny little like they they made the aisles less soul crushingly tiny, but it's the they basically instead of renting an entire booth because they're expensive right like it's convention floor space you can rent this like tiny little chunk as an indie game and they just cram a bunch of people in there and you get like I played I remember playing Ultimate Chicken Horse there and getting laughed or yelled at by the dev that we were making it too hard and we were too stupid for ourselves years ago <laughs> and uh, you know all these different games that I've come to love just from the indie mega booth and you get to interact with the dev those are the ones um, it was a year or two ago for it let's just talk about packs in general instead of this year but uh, when when the Vive came out and there was you know a couple of big booths that had VR and they had lineups for hours because it was you know the Vive you're like, no, 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 go to this random indie booth that happens to have one. You get to play it there because no one cares about that. But that's the place to be. You get to you get to interact with the people and talk to them and try a lot of cool games. And and like the devs are, especially in the mega booth, are just like right there. It's like yeah. a dev and a screen and a controller. Yeah, like there's the, you know four people work for the company. Two of them are there. They probably help make the game, right? Uh, there was one at like there's the, they picked the packs 10, which is 10 games. They the guys legitimately like. And I remember shooting the shit with one guy. It's life goes on. It's a fun game. You play like this. You play a night and it's a kind of a puzzle platforming game. But the idea is, is that you die and then you spawn as someone else with a ridiculous, you know, lordly name and then use the corpse to get through obstacles. So like at one point, <laughs> you're like pile. Like, but uh, they were from the university in Edmonton. Like they're from the U of a. Oh, wow. And I started cool. talking with them. And I'm like, yeah, we're from all from the U of a. I'm like, holy shit. That's weird. And I, I bought their game there. And it's super cool. So you just get to meet really cool, weird experiences there, which is neat. So yeah, Pax cool. is awesome. Pax is fun. It's, yeah. It's, it's, it's a good time. I really want to go one year. Yeah. And then you just get ridiculously drunk in the hotel bar. And as you do over the weekend, we spent, uh, our hotel bar bill was higher than our hotel room, which was something. <laughs> holy shit. Yeah. We, we did good work there. That's awesome. Yeah, it's a fun time. Yeah. I Any, like, uh, sorry, go ahead. I no, 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 I was, I was just kind of. You've gone, you, you go often, right? Yeah, this is the fifth year. How, in how, in how, a row? Like consecutively? Yeah. Oh, wow. Matt, years, how wow. come you've just never tagged along? It just never works out. I'm usually in school. Well, for the last four years, I've been yeah. in school at this time, right? So huh. it just never. The first one was kind of a. Never works out. A lark. It was just, I was talking with a friend of mine and, uh, I never wanted to go to PAX. PAX is my thing. I don't, can I say this here? I don't, video games aren't my, my number one, right? We're talking. And I'm like, he's like, yeah, I want to go to PAX. I'm like, I kind of want to go to like Gen Con or Dragon Con, you know, like the more kind of board, board gaming game or things, like, yeah. like Dragon Con's big on like fantasy literature and stuff. And he's like, I kind of go to PAX, whatever. And then, uh, as I said before, you know, like tickets go on sale at random whenever. And you don't know, I was driving back from lunch back to work and checking my phone because it's before distracted driving laws existed. And they tweeted out the tickets are on sale. I'm like, well, this is a fucking sign. <laughs> and we just ran it. Oh, well. so that that's kind of how it happened. And then, yeah, since then, I, I keep going back every year and same uh, group of guys, uh, same one person. We've kind of rotated through a bunch oh, of other people like okay. Bryce came down a couple of years and we had some people who uh, a friend of mine and his wife came down the uh, the Star Wars Galaxy guy. Oh, Star Wars Mark. Star Wars Mark. Star yeah. Wars Mark. And uh, Who's the other Mark. <laughs> no, he's he's a Mark, like a, like a wrestling Mark for uh, Star Wars. He's a Star Wars Mark. OK. And uh, also his name is Mark. <laughs> And that was weird because she doesn't game at all. But like we're like, okay, you should just scalp a badge because I had four badges. I gave one to him. She's like, you should just scalp a badge. And uh, so the way PAX works is it's spread across the city of Seattle functionally. So there's the convention center where all the shit is, like all the the games and stuff. And then um, they actually play where the orchestra plays right down near the near the ocean. 
um, in this giant theater. So we went down there for the keynote to see Luke Smith and she went and scalped the badge of the convention center. And then so she somehow got in the, the, the Riley crowd of people trying to get in right when it opens to get the early lines and was just texting, just going off. Just couldn't believe what was going on. I was like, there's so many people here. There's all this crazy shit. And this going, and oh my God, I'm buying pins and this and this. And I'm like, and then we're like, okay, find us. You're like, where are you? I'm like, uh, we're here. I was giving like names and stuff. I'm like we're beside the dragon. She's like, I've passed two dragons already. Like, <laughs> and, uh, it was funny to watch someone who's completely not a gamer just get absorbed into the just the excitement of it, the the the, the joy of it. Everyone's there is happy and they want to. They're excited and it's like everybody's vacation, right? Everybody's exactly. there, kind of on vacation to see this cool stuff. And it's it's not like I don't know if it's just me or this is a general perception, but it's not just you know sixty thousand sweaty bearded guys. It's sixty thousand sweaty bearded guys that all love the same stuff. It's like there's so many people with families and you know kids dragging parents and parents dragging kids and you know like it's just everyone's there and they're all excited and they're all happy and it's cool. It's and a very very diverse crowd. Yeah, there's a bunch of sweaty bearded guys and you just try and avoid them. Of course there is. That, that as, is, what it is. As one of the sweaty bearded guys, yeah, like, like <laughs> we'll just all keep our distance from each other. Like there, there's, it's not cosplay isn't a big thing there, but I, I just there was really. This, it's, it's, not? it's not huge, not compared to like some of like the anime cons or stuff. Like yeah. there, there's a fair amount of cosplay and it's good. There was a like, amazing like Destiny Two group or whatever. But uh, I don't know what they were cosplaying. I assume it was some anime game or something. But these these two girls were taking pictures with people outside by one of the dragons, and this uh, creepy older guy walks up wearing a uh, a t shirt that says "I only date green chicks" or it's like you know the Star Wars or Star Trek joke, and he's like, "Can I take your picture?" And starts like posing them, like just like the like the default creepy thing. I'm like, dude, <laughs> wow, dude, and it was so weird. And like this, this isn't the the standard experience. Everyone's there is really good. The big thing Pax did is they outlawed um, booth babes when they first started. You can't have you know scantily clad women there just to sell your game. They don't do that, and you don't see it at all. And it's it's pretty on the up and up. But uh, no, it's it's a cool time, and it's it's a lot of fun. It's very very skeezy part of e3 yeah. as a man who shot a booth babes of 2012 e3 video sure it is very skeezy it is it's skeezy part of gaming and just any sort of industry like this in general right? yeah like i'm glad they did away with it it's because, like yeah yeah it's just bad vibes like most of the guys I, i'd like to assume at least some amount of the guys are turned off by it and the women certainly are what is it doing there it's it's, it's getting these weird skeevy guys that they're not all skeevy guys. Like they're just yeah. I've never. It's hard to not judge sometimes. Yeah, still know. alive and well in the car culture. Listen, that's I, for sure. No, yeah, yeah. It's, it's everywhere. Like, and I hate that people like single out gaming is like this is the spot where it is. Like, no, no, look at literally everything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, it's a bad. It's a bad mark on all of us. It was like uh, when, when we were at E three and uh, Jessica Negri was there as. No, she's very famous. You don't know you, who she is? I know who she is. Yeah, yeah you follow her on Instagram. Absolutely. She's doing the she's, lollipop chainsaw. She plays was, was uh, the Pikachu year. Bulbasaur. She cosplayed that. Yeah, I know. My I favorite. Love, love her Pikachu Bulbasaur. Yeah. Uh, but she was there and like it was the same thing of like people were coming up and, and it was just like we as someone who was filming one of those videos he's like hey come on let's get in there i'm like dude this is she is fucking struggling enough let's not yeah. this is already terrible and there, there's a way to like do it without the sleaze right like i've seen a bunch i've watched of. a bunch of people take pictures with cosplayers and just you know respect they did something good the one that gets me is always the people who just shitty cosplay that i can never understand where they just slap something yeah. together and they just half ass it. I'm like, dude, what are you doing? I want to go one year. I think it'd be really funny to go as a group of like intentionally shitty cosplay. <laughs> of like, I just have a cardboard box. Like, I'm a Destiny man or whatever. Yeah. 
But uh, the way I always talk, like the way I describe packs to some people that are like, am I going to find something I like there? There's a friend of mine who's been going for just as many years as I have, and uh, them and about eight people go, and they're there the entire time, and we're there the entire time, and we'll never see each other. Because hmm. we're always doing such different things there, because there's just so much stuff to do. Yeah. That's so, awesome. It's cool. It's it's a blast. I'm going to go one of these years. Yeah, absolutely. It'll be a good time. Once they uh, let me back into the States. <laughs> yeah. Uh, any uh, any like specific uh, panels or, or anything you took in that you want to uh, like gaming or otherwise magic gaming those yeah the magic panels there they always do like the the initial announcement of stuff which is pretty good it was cool um, you got a uh, I don't even I'm just gonna call it a magic card because I don't even know how to talk about it yeah so I was I was standing in line for a different panel for the D and D game which is a good three hour line get used to that one uh, that's the only three hour line every to, other line to play in the D no no, no just to watch it oh wow to watch it um. And I'm scrolling through Twitter and someone's like, I'm trying to sell some stuff to pay for my trip. And he's got this judge promo magic card. If you follow me on Twitter, you've seen it tweeted out a bunch. Um, and it was like, this is a pretty good deal. And I was just standing there and I'll have nothing to do because I'm standing in line. I'm like agonizing of, can I afford this? Should I buy this? Yada, yada, yada. And just one of those like unique, weird things. It's, it was so the way magic works, there, there's judge promos where they give out very like special, ridiculous cards to people who, like um, officials, ref- official, referee, officials that, that, that aren't paid. Like this is how they, they pay them effectively giving these cards. And this one is in um, this fake magic language that they made it for the game. So it looks nothing like a real language and it's just iconic and bizarre. And yeah, I stood in line for like two hours. I was standing in line for two hours for this thing. And I finally decided I, I messaged the guy on Twitter. I'm like, yeah, let's do this. I can't buy it from you today because I'm in line. Obviously he's like, okay, we'll meet tomorrow. And uh, funnily enough, the guy was from Victoria. He's in Canada. And I'm like, can we, we did some Canadian dollars like <laughs> um, but it was super weird because I met him at like the in the uh, the hall where they play magic this big area and uh, I like come up to him like just in the open area because I recognize him because he's a I don't know like a D-list celebrity kind of thing um, and I'm like hey man are you Serge he's like yeah yeah we like Serge and he's just the nicest fucking person in the world he's like oh what you up to are you doing you playing any tournaments you hope you win like just super I was but he's like, yeah, he whips around his bag and he pulls it out and he hands it to me. And we're like in an open area here. I'm like, cool. And I kind of like look over at like a table. Like, can we do this transaction? And he just keeps talking to me. He's like, he said, I'm like, all right. I just start pulling out a wad of cash. <laughs> and some guy like wanders up beside us. Hey, that's cool. Can I look at that? And, I'm like, and he like hands him the card. I'm like, all right, I'll keep counting. You. Just <laughs> this weird, like several hundred dollar transaction, just kind of in the middle of nowhere. I'm like, all right, this is, this is, is this legal. Yeah. <laughs> And, uh, you know, that was really cool. It was somehow one of the most exciting things of it because it was just such a bizarre thing. And it was just one of those, I own magic cards that are worth a lot more than that and a lot more special. But this one, I don't know. I just kept staring like, this is neat. It's, it's very unique. Yeah. It just yeah, it was, okay. it was cool. There's a story there now, right? So. So these cards, you said they're, they're like one-offs, like, uh, like awarded to people that help out at these tournaments or whatever? Uh, it's, not, it's not as much a one-off as it is, um... Like there's there's a limited run, so are they legit cards? Is what I'm oh, asking. Yeah. Oh yeah, there's maybe like a couple hundred. But look at it, like that's completely unreadable and gibberish. And oh, isn't it I not see. a playable card then? It is. Yeah, it's a playable card. Yeah. So the text is translated. Like they're, 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 the card was printed in English, and this oh, is a okay, promo okay, version okay. of it. In oh, Phyrexian. I see. Yeah. Uh, so it's in Phyrexian. I thought like this was literally the only card no, no, no. of that type. So like yeah, You're like you how. You can't read it. You can yeah. say it does this. Yeah, that's, 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 that's cool. So it's a cool, weird little thing. Um, yeah, for panels like yeah, cool. the the Destiny Two panel was cool. Uh, like the Luke Smith one. I didn't see much other ones. Um, I saw a lot less panels this year. Uh, uh, Pat Rothfuss. He's an author. 
big fan of them. I always get to see them every year, which is cool. Uh, I don't actually think I saw any game panels. <laughs> I asked you. I asked you this yeah, while we were was. having lunch. But um, and so the giant bomb guys have like a big presence at PAX. Yeah, and they I always have them. a big panel. And Pax, yeah. Pax of Mania, I believe it's called. Sure, and yes. you didn't get to see them. Which the is League of Heels. Too bad, but. The giant bomb guys are super cool. Yeah. And I don't know how much you listen to video game podcasts, but these guys are probably the best. I've never listened to any of them. I don't There you go. Do people I mean, do video I game mean, podcasts? to the Talking Reckless podcast, obviously. Arguably. It's disputed. And I mean, okay, Talking Reckless, Giant Beast cast, Bond, but number three. Okay. Number three. Yeah, see, it's disputed. So yeah. I've had that where I was like wandering around the show floor and uh, I was like just walking by people and someone will run up to someone I don't recognize at all. I'm like, oh my God, I'm so excited. I'm like, the fuck is that? Yeah. <laughs> And uh, that happens a lot. No, I didn't see him. And like that, that's a cool thing about PAX. There's, there's something for everyone, right? Yeah, and that's that difference between uh, globally trending and yeah. locally trending. Yeah. Like Will Wheaton walks by. You know it's Will Wheaton, whether you like him or not. Yeah. Um, but then Jeff Gersman walks by and me and Matt are freaking out. Exactly. Like, that's the kind of thing you get to see. Like if, if I saw Luke Smith in <laughs> I'd be like six out of ten excited. Yeah. <laughs> six. Man, the one giving the time of day. I'd be six out of seven excited. I guess like the one legit famous guy who I always feel kind of bad for him. He's been there the last couple of years because this isn't really his his exact wheelhouse. But uh, Bill Amen's always there. The guy who draws Foxtrot. Oh, okay. Hmm. That's like, like and he's like old, legit timey, like, not old timey, but like super long running newspaper comic. Yeah, on Foxtrot. yeah everyone's read Foxtrot. Yeah, Everyone knows yeah. Foxtrot. Everyone. Wow. We okay. And he's always there, and his booth is never like super. You know, people there because some people they're too young to know who he is. Yeah, I'm well, too young to know who he is. Really, and I was like, I was there. I was excited as fun. Like, Bill, like Foxtrot was one of those cool, comics. Yeah. yeah, like it's just I got like a a Quincy pin, which was cool. And uh, yeah, like that's just one of those like you get neat experience. So Quincy's the chameleon. The chameleon. Yeah, ah, you know, totally. you know your Foxtrot. Yeah. Wow, you yeah. know your Foxtrot. Yeah. <laughs> I like. I, I guess like you you don't know you know what Foxtrot is, right? Like you've you've read the comic. I'd hope. I've I've seen it, I've seen it. Okay, all right. Yeah, that's 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 Pax. That's that's my long winded go off about Pax. Go to go to Pax if you like games at all. Do it one time. I do like games. Probably will do one time. That's uh, cool, and that's that's the type of stuff that like adds a lot of flavor to these conversations because that's happens once a year or whatever. Yeah, and not everybody gets to go. But uh, yeah, and my thing is like, Pax ends at six p.m. and uh, huh. Like there's some panels that go a little later, but you know what you do after 6 p.m. You go to the wonderful restaurants and bars of Seattle, and you in hang Seattle, out with your friends. Yeah. It's a cool, cool place. And you to drink hang out. and you have a good time. Yeah, and that's that's what makes it right. That sounds awesome. Yeah. Uh, Oliver's got to run here, so real I fast. Do, do you want to drop uh, any? You want to say anything about uh, MVC Infinite here before you go? <laughs> what can I? What can I tell this group about MVC? What can you tell me? Infinite. Hey, I know. Ask me. Ask me anything about mix-ups, uh, uh, rush-downs. <laughs> is it? Uh, is it an improvement over the old ones? Like what? What makes it different from previous MVCs? I like. It's different because it's now two on two mm-hmm. in lieu of the three on three of the previous game, and they add the Infinity Stones, which add another layer of Infinity. Infinity. Sure. Yeah. More um, infinity. <laughs> Are they like not, you choose them you choose your two characters and your stone or how does yes, it work? Two yeah. characters and your stone. The stone is kinda like a third character. Sort of. It in adds a lot of ways. it adds an extra layer of like different tactics because like you can have so my team is Gamora and Ry- Ryu right now, and depending on which stone That's I have the mix up. Yeah. <laughs> depending on which stone I have will dictate how I play those characters. Right now I'm using the time stone which allows me to uh, sort of dash in 
and like get in for my rushdown style I, of play. I like how they say time stone every time they use it. So it's like really? time stone, time stone, time stone, yeah. time stone, yeah, time stone. Yeah, st- 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 <laughs> it's so totally stupid. Is it a modifier or does it give you new abilities? New abilities. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's huge. That, that's like adds another layer of complexity, oh, yeah. right? Yeah. And, and so there, some, of, some of them are insane. Like one of them puts your opponent in a box that just doesn't move and your opponent can't leave the box until that thing runs out. Like some of them, one of them brings your teammate back to life to fight with you. Like they're super, and you chose the shitty time stone instead of one of these cool stones. It works. It works with the style. (laughs) (laughs) It works with the style that I like to play. Um, It's the only one I've really tried to be perfectly honest. So I probably should experiment with the other ones because the box one would also work with my rushdown style. Like space is the box one, maybe. Maybe I don't know. I think I think it pulls you in. Is the the space, the space, the space. I think it pulls, <laughs> oh my pulls, God. You, pulls you towards them. Uh, you asked that if it was if it was better than the previous ones. Yeah, or like, what makes it better? Yeah, or what, what makes it better? What makes it unique? What I makes... wouldn't say it's better than the previous one because three is the one I really hit my stride on, and just the characters and the way uh, it played was a lot better. Because another thing missing from this new one is the actual like call in an assist so that your character your uh, your outside character can come in with a little quick attack. Oh, you can't do that? No. That was, that was a cool thing to watch. Like, it was a spectator, right? It was, yeah. it was neat to see the person just kind of jet in and Yeah, and, like, combo and that's what something. added to the freneticness and the just the, the chaoticness of Marvel vs. Capcom 3. Like, you got characters jumping in and out and doing little little helps to your, to your combo, which are also, like, just fast and, like, flashy and, like, tossing and, your opponents everywhere. And, like, many of them were, if you got your opponent in the combo, that was it. They were done. It was it was one hit like oh I got you in this combo now you lose sort of yeah if you if you get caught in an infa loop, infinite loop combo infa loop then you're finished but um I don't necessarily like this one better than the other than the other ones but this one is the one that's happening now so I'm totally on board with it yeah and it's fun you're a sheep. Yeah, hundred percent. But fair. I mean, like, I don't know. I don't know if anybody's actually playing the the third one anymore. Okay. If there, if this doesn't turn out to be a good fighting game in the long run, and uh, people start uh, going back to Marvel vs. Capcom three, then yeah, I'd totally go back to Marvel. Vs. Is there Capcom any 3. tournaments or anything big scheduled? Like that's usually what happens is somebody oh, puts yeah. the money behind it, right? Yeah. No I'm sure idea. there will be. It's yeah. it, like it just came out last last week. week. Last week, Tuesday. so yeah, I'm sure it'll be. Uh, so it's like super brand new. People are still like unlocking just ways to combo. Yeah, and I'm right. watching these videos. Early and indicators I'm like, is Ultron is OP. Yeah, yeah. Ultron and Ghost Rider are OP. Great. The rod, like the roster they're kind of. Yeah, like Nick the characters- Cage Ghost Rider. Is it? No. Uh, no. <laughs> you wish. I wish. I absolutely I'd wish. I'd be way into that. So, Jarus M&M's or whatever he had from the movie. What's, what's a Hagar? Hagar. Uh, Sam. Yeah. Sammy? No, that's uh, that's, uh, what's his name, that's a musician. Yep, Sam. I can't drive 55. Oh, Hagar from... He's a mayor. Final fight. Mayor by day. Yep. Street fighter by night. That's a weird dichotomy. Street combatant by night. The man's head is too goddamn small. So you mentioned about the, the roster and... Um, what with the whole Disney Marvel and the Fox X-Men. Yeah. No X-Men in this game. No X-Men in this Zero, game, which wow. is huge because all of my characters from the last game were X-Men characters and I love those characters. Everybody loved those characters. So yeah, there's a lot there's a lot of poo-pooing going on about Has 
has about the, the the roster. Has there ever been an MVC with no X Men? Magneto has been no. in every Marvel vs. Yes. Capcom game, yes. right? Yeah. What's like how how big is the roster? How many how many playable characters? Thirty characters. The fucked part is there are thirty six DLC characters on the way, so that roster oh, is no, oh, that's that's not double. True, yes, it? I B- 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 Benjamin Pack of the Giant Bombcast told me specifically is if there is my good fighting game friend Ben Pack said that's thirty six DLC characters for that thing. I know there are six DLC. Are you sure you didn't plus, miss here? Plus thirty. <laughs> um, but I mean, like, if you were going to cut these characters, why don't you just bring in other characters and then just kind of like reskin Wolverine as... Yeah. 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 But as who, though? Like, I feel like people would take him to task for that, though. Like, oh, you just half-assed reskin this character. Like, you, you didn't try, right? Like, I, I see that. Like, people, but also, I'd be, I'd be happy to yeah. be like, hey, Gamora plays just like X-23, and I love X-23. I wonder if people would hate that, or if they it would be like, well, we know you can't get the rights to this, but at least we kind of still have Wolverine in the game, sort I, of? It's yeah, one of those where yeah. you can't win. You have the people that give a shit about playing the game well, and the people like, I want to see this thing, or like they care that you put in an effort, you know? Because at the same time... The actually... Actually... Guys, at, at right, are always going to be at your, at your throat. Because of that whole, that whole divide in, like, ownership of property or whatever, Marvel is pushing the Inhumans as kind of the new X Men type thing. Sure. Do you guys know what I mean? Like the, because they the don't good bad guys. Or the good sort guys. of. Who, who are the Inhumans? The in- Inhumans are just like. Is Luke Cage an Inhuman? No, 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 no. Is that I mean, a stupid new name for mutant? Yeah. Yes, what do we... Yeah. Essentially. Oh, okay. So yeah. So they're pushing the the these new Inhuman characters as like the X Men going forward. So like, who's an example of an Inhuman? Have we seen an Inhuman? Black Bolt. One. No one's ever heard of that. You made no, that up. Is that the guy <laughs> whose voice he uses his voice? Yeah. Okay. Black Bolt can uh-huh. like he uses he, his words to defeat people. He's, he's, he's the, the pen is okay. mightier, if you will. <laughs> For one, these, these are he comic books and these are all comic book characters. Fushoda. Yes, uh, I don't believe it's a Black as, Bolt. Comic. As an example, Black Bolt is the king of the Inhumans, and what his the power king, is? The kingdom of Inhumania. Oh, I hate that you're just. Putting me on the spot for this because <laughs> actually, <laughs> Black Bolt's uh, power is that if he even utters just some sound out of his mouth, he can he has the potential to destroy the world. So he's very wow. powerful. He's Dovahkiin. He, he's, he's a very powerful being, and he has <laughs> vowed himself to silence. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So dumb. It's that's, actually that's it's like actually a level pretty, above comic book dumb. It's pretty good, actually. I've read, I've read some Inhuman stuff, and it's pretty good. Every one of his panels is just nothing. There's no text, yeah. right? Or is it a thought bubble? No, it's always him <laughs> looking thoughtful or brooding or like because his brother is always just like uh, like egging them on. Come on, say something. Destroy the universe. Dare you? Come on. Yeah. Come yeah, on. Something like that. Anyway, <laughs> say something if you want me to stop. <laughs> Marvel vs. Capcom. Uh, among other changes, like the, the the buttons also have uh, have been revamped and changed from Marvel vs. Capcom three, so that takes a lot of getting used to. Isn't that like functionally meaningless? Because you can re- you can remap everything, right? Yes, but uh, in Marvel vs. Capcom three, there were three attack buttons: light, medium, hard, and then a special oh. button, which is usually your launcher. In these ones, there's light punch, hard punch, light kick, hard kick. Oh, weird. There, so there wasn't kicks so, and punches in the old one? No, it was just light, medium, hard. Huh. Yeah. Are you uh, punches on the top, kicks on the bottom type of man? Yes. Or punches on the left, kicks on the right type no, of man? No, top, bottom, yeah. punches, kicks. Yeah, me too. Just, just like reality, you know, where the punches and the kicks mm-hmm. come from. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Um, in any case, uh, I'm going to be playing these the Marvel vs. Capcom on my stream 
most of the time. So catch me. What's your stream called? Uh, I want to call it Ali Bumbaye. Mm-hmm. What does Bumbaye. that actually mean? What is that? So it's it's a play on Ali Bumbaye. Mm-hmm. What they were chanting for Muhammad Ali when he was fighting Kill him. George Foreman. Oh, I of the uh, grill. I, I bought yes, Warren. Of the grill. Our current he was a champion. Boxer? One of those gr- grills. Yeah. George Foreman was a boxer. Yeah, yeah. you oh, legit wow. didn't know that. I thought he was just. Oh I thought God. he just made the grills. Like <laughs> wow, George Foreman. Have you ever grills. seen him? He doesn't look like a man who just made grills. <laughs> I've never. He's, seen He looked him. like he was in a lot of boxing rings well, over he has the commercials, years. I guess. Uh, anyways, I'll he has two Dubai. kids named George, <laughs> <laughs> and one named Foreman. That's not even a joke. He legit has two two sons named George. Ali Bumaye just means Ali kill him because yeah. they were yeah. all on his team. Kill him. And so I want to name my stream Ali. You want to kill people? Bumaye. Sure. Yeah. That's fair. I thought Monday Night Fight Club was a fun name, but I know you here did. we are. I know you did. Are you, uh, is it like an online ladder? Do you get to compete against people or? I don't know. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I, I mean, you've not. You haven't. You've only played against computers. No, I played against people and it's just like you can pick ranked matches on ranked matches, beginner's league. And Always play ranked. Beginner's league. You think you're beat up against like young, like you're beating up a twelve year old kids. No, right? these kids are good. These kids, these have, been, kids have been these twelve year old kids ass. are beating up on you. Yeah. You're old. You're aging out, man. But I'm learning. I'm you don't even know who Black Bolt is, kid. <laughs> I'm learning a lot as I'm I'm playing these matches, so I'm I'm taken away from a lot of it. These yeah. kids, these kids are teaching you. We saw you win a couple on yeah. the stream there the other day. Yeah, that was that was awesome. Did you guys like were cheering me on, yeah. and I was like, heck yeah, feeling it. Building up momentum. Is it uh, is it a game of unlocks? Like, do you do you have everything, or is it like earn points from matches to unlock shit? Or you, you have all the characters and all the moves and everything. Right all the, the characters gate, right? are available. Colors and like costumes and stuff are unlockable. Gotcha. Except yeah. for the thirty six DLC. The thirty six DLC. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's thirty six DLC. Sure it's six Can we, we do fact check, please? Fact check this fact based podcast. Anyways, I'm putting out a call to the TR universe. And anybody who likes fighting games, to please join me and please... What about the TWU? Are you also putting a call out to them? Yes. All right. Them too. Is there is there like a clan or a guild or any sort of grouping on there they could join or... Not unless we start it. But like you, you could start one. Like, is there one? Yeah. Do you, in, do you in have the, the game? capability to... I don't think so. How do the... No. That like, sucks. You just party up on PlayStation no. 4... So what do you? How do if people want to play MVC with you? How I have no idea. This hit, is, hit you on your stream on uh, Monday nights and be like, "Hey, I'm I want to play." Yeah. And okay. Then, yes. That's yeah, so Monday. And you'll, My, yeah, I'm gonna be streaming Monday nights starting at seven Mountain Standard Time. Mountains. Mountains. Central, Mountains. Central time? Mountain Standard Mountains is the st- real time zone. I Central know. is the joke one. Yeah. Uh, so please join me. I would love. And even pe- for people new to the thing that that are interested in, in in playing, like I will help you practice and help you learn. Yeah. Even though I'm still learning, and this is actually something again I was talking to Matt about that this game is very very hard to learn, mm. but I'll do my best. Yeah. Um, oh yes. In in a world where Dragon Ball Z, uh, I don't know what's it called, Dragon Ball Fighters, Fighter Z didn't exist, I might kind of. I don't know. I need to buy a fighting game every couple of years to remind myself I hate them. <laughs> this might be the one, but I'm saving my I'm saving my disappointment for February. Yeah, and like when Dragon Ball Z Fighters comes out, I'm gonna be on that too. I don't know if I'll like it as much, but oh yeah, I like fighting games. I like Dragon Ball Z. Where did you find out? I couldn't uh, find six, anything exclusive. I can only find like a short list of characters they find. Monster Hunter is one of the. Yeah, I feel like if it was thirty six, hmm. people would be already writing articles and making podcasts about it and going off. Yeah, so yeah. six six seems believable. Hmm. So it's weird. And um, like, what was the roster of three? 
Do you know, like, was it big or small? It was huge. Huge. Yeah. They always eventually end did up it, like, pretty Did it huge start big something. or yeah, was but that like, just it, it piled up over the, the years? The roster in three, like, there was uh, maybe a uh, five by six square of, like, character faces. Yeah. And the rest were all, like, question marked out. Oh, wow. And, like, you'd unlock those or you'd, buy, you'd, you'd use points to buy them or whatever. And un- uh, eventually they'd unlock but like they were, there were spaces, placeholders for these characters. So you could see, like, oh, the roster is going to be this many people when yes. it's all filled out. Yes. Whereas this one is just the six by five. And who, kn- who knows? Who knows no how many room are coming? For expansion type thing. Hmm. Although in the the single player campaign, which we can talk about, which fucking sucks. Um, <laughs> That's too bad. But Black Panther and the the Monster Hunter character are active characters that your the monster hunter please yeah the monster hunter are characters that like your i guess the avengers and the street fighters like talk to and i'm like oh Oh. crazy we're gonna i'm gonna be able to play as these people but no they don't allow that to happen until they release it first well they're not even released not yet no no i have to go but yeah good question uh i was just gonna ask you did did you play street fighter 5 no. No. How no. did you hear about the yes. uh, the scuttlebutt? How's your uh, how how you how feeling? How's your faith in Capcom at this point? After the Street Fighter Five, I mean, I guess that game has, is kind of okay now, but it took six. This one months. out of the gate is pretty good. Like uh, as far as like all of the online components, because I know the online component for Street Fighter Five was like super shitty. Oh yeah, and they oh yeah, it, it was bad. Bit. And like didn't launch with a story mode, and like right, yeah, yeah, yeah. That thing was fucked when it launched. This one's good, I guess. I don't know. I don't really know what to really take away from these. Like all I really need with a fighting game is like other people to play with. And I'm always I'm always able to I'm always able to match up online. So there's always that, but I l- would like guys, life, yeah. three other guys to mm-hmm. c- to play with yeah. and, you know, sit around and practice combos with each other and give input to each other. Ah? Huh? Mortal Kombat? You want to play Mortal Kombat? I got Mortal Kombat. I wanted to get into Mortal Kombat with you. How about you want to play Tekken Tag Tournament 2? Tekken's not something I really got into. After run, you guys. Hey, thanks for joining us. Thanks for making the time. You're welcome. We'll catch you later. OJ's going to bounce. Wish we could have talked about that. Nope. You're cut off. Nope, Mike's muted. No one can hear you anymore. number one contendership. Yeah, I mean, we did. I won. I'm the number one contender. Congratulations. Thank you. You were on a ship? You signed some of a ship? Oh, yeah. The ship of Eads. Get on board. We're taking it to great places. The, the ship of Eadsius? <laughs> Is it really the same? The good ship Eadsius. Uh, <laughs> I played a little more Destiny 2. We, uh, uh, Warren and Brando, the Satpod boys. Sure. Did you finish three? No, we got, uh, so I think there's six encounters and we did three. And then. Too hard. Yeah, uh, just not enough time. Oh, not enough because we they did it like late at night. Yeah, and then so I guess the order that you do the fights in changes every week. So mm, the what? other, so yeah, you kind of go into a central hub, and then like one wing will be open one week, and then the next wing is open the other week. So the order that you do the fights in kind of changes, and they, you know, you do one huh. wing and unlock the second one. So they, uh, I, I, and I don't know if it's like the first one is always just a little lower level or how it works, but they got in the second week and started with the encounter that we couldn't beat the first week and just blew through it. And then couldn't get through the encounter that we blew through in the first week. So we have currently you were done... both the the person preventing them from beating that one encounter and saving them through the other encounter. Exactly you know, the special <laughs> yeah. the special Eid sauce. Yeah. I can only do the first two and then need to leave for the other one. That's fair. Um, it's not really a gear check in the way that the, the kind of the, the Destiny one raids were. It's more 
mechanics and to, to be fair some of those mechanics are fucking bad but it's more mechanics and knowing where you're supposed to be when than it is just a raw like shoot people in the head check i've heard like a lot of like the destiny stuff is just like stand in this exact spot or just get gibbed some of it yes some of it is uh the part we were on was uh, a stealth uh, kind of encounter which in a game that isn't really designed for stealth no, was no not good because it was a lot of uh like okay we think we know how these vision cones work at this point but we're still getting detected for reasons that we have like we're all just standing completely still and we should all be in this safe zone and someone gets detected randomly and i Weird. think i think it's kind of buggy still maybe yeah. there's some things to work out it's curious um but it's very like what i saw of it was was super cool and those first few encounters are uh like very satisfying yeah like good on them for the the aggressive release schedule like i remember you know they were talking about it because destiny came out on like a tuesday yeah to tuesday midnight tuesday midnight and then like the raid came out the next wednesday or yeah, something one week and the raid was out one week and a day right y- y- well yeah I, it was specifically because i remember let's talk about packs luke smith talking about that is he wanted it to be like he didn't want to come out on reset day because he wanted people not to feel like they had to rush through all their like weekly shit and then do it oh that's smart. so they delayed it a day but that's good like they they understand that like the the lack of content was a big killer the last game so they were like pretty aggressive with getting something out and yeah and it it's good like i really want to get in there and finish it and i'm really interested i've heard that last boss fight is is crazy in a way that no destiny content has ever been which sounds awesome is the is the story solid like do you, do you care about the destiny story i guess is the other question nope. no do you care about the world of warcraft i mean i do now you do now yeah. you can did when world of warcraft launched did you care about the world of warcraft story a, a little bit because it's kind of that it's like oh we need to stop this big bad from destroying yeah. the universe and we did and then an even bigger bad i guess okay up. so my question is is it world of warcraft good old world of warcraft good not new new world of warcraft good is good good, yeah Yeah, it's like old world of warcraft that's fine like i think that's good like that's something right the last boss like kind of actually just turns into reg at one point you're like oh hey look it's like reg and then he dies it's enough that you can like sink your teeth in a little bit right yeah it's more than it was and they're Mm -hmm. like there are definitive characters now and they have names and there are relationships uh but through that story no one there there's no arc like no character they they're all exactly the same from minute one as they are at the end of the game, like a lot of MMOs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's still it's it's good. I like shooting guys in the head. What's your what's your light level? Two eighty five four two eighty four or something like that. It's quite the logarithmic curve then, because three hundred is the cap still, right? I am not sure. I think so. Yeah. I think with the raid, yeah, three hundred is the cap. You can get you. I think you can get to two ninety without going to the raid. That's crazy because Warren is like 287 brando's like 289 like we're all just about 290 is that meaningfully different like 284 to 289 is that are you oh, going to yeah. be functionally like big oh yeah 10 10 points is like technically you can get into the raid at 260 uh, but uh even just like the four or five points that we gained over our first time doing the raid was the difference between us doing an encounter and not doing an encounter crazy like it's hmm. it's it's very significant and uh, they just throw loot at you it's the best like you're it's it's awesome because you're just getting shit all the time, but yeah. kind of it has that Diablo effect of like, oh, I got well, these are useless. Yeah, oh, it, well, these it, are useless. Uh, go back to town and sort, sort through all the yeah, the garbage. Yeah, uh, it's cool though. It's I I really want to finish it, but the the problem is once we're done that raid, like we're done. I would like done the, every piece of content. Yeah, like the public timed stuff is pretty rewarding. I've heard it's okay, but like how many times do you want to kill the same tank dropping down from like 
it's it's mindless and in the same way that guild wars was where you just show up and there's 500 people there so it's like oh, i did my damage and i'm just gonna go make a sandwich now oh god the guild wars bosses were so bad it's v- it's very like guild wars in a lot of ways that's a bummer <laughs> i heard like okay so what was the, is it the the night falls or whatever like i'm i'm using the terminology where it's you go into them that's that's like the public thing or public-esque the so the the night falls are uh, one specific dungeon a week will be kind of uh, very difficult and have a weird modifier. Okay, that's not the one I'm talking about. I, I know there's like these like vaguely public things from watching a bit of it is where you can do it, but there's something you can do in it that'll trigger like the hard mode. Yeah, yeah. All the public events have uh, like a heroic trigger, which yeah. is super cool the first time you're doing it. And because uh, most of them, it'll be like, okay, we need to not focus on the boss and instead do this other thing. Yeah. And when it's like you and one other dude, and you're like, okay, I know what to do, and I know this guy knows what to do. So we are racing the people killing the boss to try yeah, to trigger this heroic. That's what I've seen. Like people trying to like make it trigger it harder. It gets this weird not teamwork thing that yeah. is funny. It's at a point now where everybody just knows how to do them, oh. and they're all like so trivial mm. that it's gotcha. The, the, the game is trivial except for the raid now, which is I don't know how you deal with that, but. Hmm. It's I don't know. I've, that all that said, I played like seventy hours of it or something like that. So I mean, I've got my time in for sure. That's a solid amount. Yeah, but it's like, it, and Destiny One was like this in a lot of ways, where you go in, you get your gear, you do the content, and then you check out, and and five months later you come back and see like, oh, there's a couple new things to do. Do them, get the items, get your light level up, check out again. And it's not you, like no, I don't think anybody's playing Destiny yeah, all the you way can't. through. I think that's fine. Is there is there a sub fee for it? No, sixty dollar game or or eighty in whatever. Yeah. 80, yeah. yeah, yeah, buy it and that's it. I mean, I, I think guess. that's a perfectly fine way to play. Like the people that really care and want to keep grinding that thing every week can, but yeah, totally. You don't feel obligated to, right? Like it's, I know, and wow, at least if I stop playing it, I know if I ever want to come back in six months, I'm gonna be so far behind that it's not worth my time. Right? Yeah, it's it's very good. I would I I would really highly recommend it to anybody, especially if you like the first game where you just like really tight, fun shooting with your mm-hmm. friends. It's a great game to play with a group of friends. If you're playing it by yourself, you're probably going to be pretty disappointed. How's the how's the PvP? Is it better? It's better. It's way better because we hated it actively. Our group of friends like despised it in the first yeah. game, and we're kind of getting into it in this one, but do, it's still... Do other stats matter other than fire speed? There, uh, No. <laughs> no, they don't. There is a mode where your gear level does matter, and mm-hmm. but like I don't, I'm not interested in playing that. And... Uh, so right now the meta is uh, if you're not corner shooting, if you're not preempting someone walking around a corner, oh my god, and shoot it because it's every everyone uses a scout rifle, and if you're not, you're gonna lose. And it takes I'm gonna, I think it's three shot three headshots to kill. So if you don't land your shot first, you need to flee the encounter because you know you're losing unless somebody misses. And it's already at that point where it was it's like, like uh, just battle rifles game. in Halo Two, exactly, battle exactly rifles. the fucking it was thing. three shots, yeah. And you're like, oh, I got hit first, so now yeah, I need GG. to get the fuck out of here or die. Yep. And <gasps> so that stuff's kind of not that interesting, but that's, that's not good. It's not for me, anyways. <laughs> uh, it's great. You play any games, Colin? No. Uh, Idle Champions. <laughs> Woo! Uh, you you both been playing quite a yeah. bit. Of, well, I got in like yeah. Playing. You don't really like play it. It's an idle game, right? You don't play. It. I just. I hate idle games. I don't hate idle games. I, I actively have to stop myself from playing them because I get so addicted that I'll just be like, Really? I'll be like, I gotta wake up in the I morning finally to get play like this idle game. Feels, out feels good game. to see that number get bigger. Yeah. And uh, it was randomly because it's officially D&D sponsored. So yeah. Minsk couple, is in there. Yeah. A couple of like one of the, he's like the head of creative at D&D like tweeted out about this game. And I'm like, hmm. Like when it came out and I'm like, and then I've just played it 
that was September 7th. I've played it uh, 100% of the time since. Really? It's been running literally yeah. since then? Yes. <laughs> like, you don't close yes, the client? So I occasionally have to close it because it lags out too much. Holy shit. That's but I, so like, good. I don't even run it overnight. I close the client. No, sir. No, sir. I love is, that. No, sir. Wow. My, my Steam play time is like 400 hours. Oh, my God. It's playing for the ladder. You got to stay number <laughs> Mine's one. Mine's at like 17. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, I'm committed. But yeah, it's an idle game. It's cool that like, there's just that taste of story in it. Which yeah. Is nice. Yeah, I like that. There's That's a, what made it different than other clickers. The uh, I'm forgetting. I'm, I'm blanking on the name of the company that makes it, but they made another game, Crusaders Code? Lost Titles. Yeah, something? Code Entertainment, I think it is, yeah. yeah. I'm um, trying to think of the splash. The yeah, splash. like uh, Crusaders Lost Titles, which is their other idle game, and uh, the idle, idle thing is good. Um, it uh, got it got some depth, and like there's some there's some like the missions where you do like different things. Yeah. It's, it's about formations, but sometimes it'll throw a wrench in the works. So it seems like there's there's just the right amount of game in there for it, which is good. Right now it's super early access and there's not a lot going on, so I just kind of let it idle. But yeah, there's there's high hopes. It could be very very cool when it's fully released. Right, I and love a good idle game. Yeah, and the fact is like it's an idle game, right? So if I just I'll just let it run and I'll slowly rack up. So when it fully gets released, I'll be so far ahead of the curve. All yeah. you rubes who didn't, right? They it's, reset. It's my lot. Yeah, they, what said, they, they said they won't. They said they won't. Oh, okay. They oh, that's cool. Yeah. yeah, that would suck. Yeah, they said like, why am I playing right now? Then that's what I said at the end of the reaction. We're doing a final reset, and the game's live now. Because especially you can spend money on it now. Yeah, exactly. Re- resetting after you spend money yeah. would be hot garbage. Yeah, uh, Hearthstone kind of did that back in there early. I mean, um, they just they refund. It was like you have this much in store. Yeah, you got it refunded. Spent. Yeah, Eternal did that. I forget the way it worked out, but you got like a certain value on what you bought. Yeah, that's all right. But yeah, like this. Yeah, I don't know. They it has they a want. good um good groundwork for something a lot. It's like just, more it feels good like there's just the taste of story which is all you really want yeah, yeah. and like just just enough fan service of like yeah. oh megs from Baldur's gate 2 that's yeah. fun and yeah. you can equip boo yeah, yeah. boo and like yeah and boo know. goes beep the same way he did in Baldur's gate yeah. and I, I love that yeah it's not really a game <laughs> i guess is the issue yeah exactly that's, are any of the like idle clickers no that's what i mean like no. idle, idle games aren't games like they're yeah. just they're their yeah. thing egg ink have you ever played egg ink egg ink is a really good clicker no I, oh it's so good my clicking fingers too old and atrophied at this point but no like i i've played a few over the years that i just i got way too into and i didn't really like i like playing at work occasionally i'm like i just got to stop this i can't because ultimately it's not that rewarding and i felt like i was just committing too much to something that was just like yeah and it like to me it feels like i cheapen the experience of every other video game i play because it's just like condensing everything down to like look at the number get bigger and that's it (laughs) yeah and you realize yeah every game functionally is that at a base level but yeah it does you're like, if this this is all I need, all I need is that just number get bigger. That's <laughs> yeah. All the window trappings are garbage. I, I just stop. need that dopamine I drip. I stop. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's like, it's how people get hooked on, like, heroin. I get, yes. It's honestly the is. Bigger, the, there, man. the bigger heroin number. Oh, I just, oh, yeah. I just I love yeah. watching that number go up. <laughs> uh, I can pull the needle out this much. <laughs> this time. Don't, don't do heroin, kids. Don't, don't, uh, they don't play idle games, yeah. kids. <laughs> Uh, let's go over let's go over a real fast break here. We'll come back and uh, do some news. Uh, Oliver's gone. We'll come be gone forever. Rest in peace. Yeah. Requiem got Jinpache. Uh, we'll see you here on the side of this musical break. back and talk about uh just a couple of news stories one or two oh god sorry we're gonna get this whole thing muted fire emblem heroes um 
I meant to ask you to bring Bryce a Switch today, Colm, but I totally forgot. So there's a there's a hidden uh, golf game. It, well, NES Golf. Yep. Classic, golf. programmed by Satoru Iwata of... Uh, I mean, he, he passed away last year, two years ago? Two, two years ago, ago I think, yeah. yeah. Um, Do you know how they hit it? Do you know... Flog. Flog. It's yeah. in a folder called Flog. Flog. No one can figure that one out. <laughs> oh, my... Alucard is Dracula! <laughs> uh, yeah. So there's uh, a hidden code. And, and actually, there's a hidden NES emulator yeah. like built into the yeah. firmware yeah. of the Switch, which is super cool. And in there is Nintendo Golf, coded by Iwata. Apparently, the way you unlock it is on the date of Iwata's death, which was July the 11th, uh, there is... And and Brandon pointed this out to me when we were at lunch. You have to... It's a certain configuration of the Joy-Cons, and you have to hold them in such a way, and then do the Iwata, like, the, 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 the direct. direct motion that he yeah, always yeah. did, uh, which is so great. It's awesome. And just, like, so heartwarming. I uh, I don't want to, like, butcher this with half as but I, re- I read a thing about this, of that it's it's um it's kind of like a like a good luck shrine to him that yeah. he is in every switch right it's his his programmed item is in there and just like you i don't know that it's like guardian spirit yeah it's something like, i don't want to be an asshole about it but it's i think it's super Japanese awesome yeah, it's, culture it's cultural yeah. belief and yeah. i think that's yeah, super cool. awesome and it's, it's it's really cool to see that absolutely incredible and uh, I guess the side effect is, hey, there's an NES emulator, which is super neat. Yeah, I, that's <laughs> what they're probably going to do for their virtual console stuff, yeah. maybe? Yeah, I'm sure they will. Well, wow. I remember, like, people were really surprised because Nintendo's kind of known for phoning it in on stuff like that. But, like, the it's an NES emulator, and it has motion controls. The Golf has motion control built yep. in. Oh, that's cool. So It's it's very neat. Uh, apparently, if your Switch has never been connected to the internet, yep. you can change the date and unlocks this thing, which is, yeah. I saw a video of someone doing that. Um, so, I guess July 11th. Get ready for it. Yeah, yeah. one of one Save of us the owns a Switch. We, we, we try to remember to bring that. I'm thing sure everyone will be going nuts on that day. Like people only wear. Yeah, it'll oh, be. Yeah. It's a really neat thing. I love stuff like Reddit that. Oh, yeah. stuff. Have you guys been keeping up on my favorite game, the 2017 game of the year, <laughs> no. Player Unknown's Battlegrounds? I get like uh, VW buses or something now. Is a new vehicle? Volkswagen. Really? Volkswagen in, in the game? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that. That's pretty sweet. Uh, uh, that's not what we're talking about here, but yeah. No. Um, <laughs> so there's a game called Fortnite, yeah. created by Epic, the, yeah. uh, the the creators of the Unreal Engine, which yeah. is the game that PlayerUnknown's Battlegrounds is created in. Yes. They, that they licensed, that they paid for. Yes, they legally, bought. yeah. And, and like thousands of games. Yeah, yeah. All your favorite games fucking yeah. use Unreal Engine these Absolutely, days. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, Unity. So, yeah. Uh, Fortnite put in their own... I'm gonna call it a PUBG mode. I don't know, like their own battle royale mode. Hundred players drop onto an island. A blue circle closes in, and the last one standing lives. Yep, it's um, called a battle royale mode in the game. Yeah, I believe yeah. Yeah. because of the movie Battle Royale. Yeah. Um, they cite. I, I watched their press release. They cite PlayerUnknown's Battlegrounds by name, yeah. and it's saying like, "We love PlayerUnknown's Battlegrounds. We love these battle royale games. So we thought yeah. we'd do our own take on it." And now Blue Hole, the studio that makes PlayerUnknown's Battlegrounds, has fired back saying that. You know, Epic, you basically, you guys didn't consult us. You shouldn't be doing this. You shouldn't be using our name and our clout to yeah. promote your product. Name dropping is the big, yeah. Yeah. And it's, I think that would be the big deal, the name dropping part. Because Battle Royale is. isn't a unique game type. Absolutely not. And PlayerUnknown's Battlegrounds, not the first game to ever yeah, do exactly. this. Uh, you know, King of the Kill and, and the Major yeah. Z one and all the way back. I think it's the the particular clunkiness of, of PlayerUnknown that gives us its charm that I think is where, like, I, um, I forget his last name, Brendan, player unknown himself, uh, like talked about that. He expected Green? The, Brendan Green, Brendan Green. Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah. Uh, talked about that. He's expecting, you know, a lot of copycats and competitors, but this one just, it's a little too close to home. I think is the worry. Like, it's yeah. Just, and like there, there's literally a giant blue circle yeah. that cl- and like the players all start on the, 
the battle bus. I love. I, I didn't know what the battle bus for now, but man, the battle bus. The is battle good. bus. It's a bus with like giant helium balloons above it, and everyone jumps out and has a glider from which oh you battle. Like, it yeah. just makes sense. Um, it's like, and like we say, it isn't the first copycat. It certainly won't be the last. And it seems that the sticking point for them is that they call them up by name and say, "We love Flareon's Battlegrounds. We thought we could do this cool thing." Uh, is it, it like? Is this not in my mind? I appreciate the directness and like this is them citing their inspiration and it's one of those giving props you're more damned than if it is. you do damned if you don't scenarios because oh, totally. if they 100%. didn't say that people are like oh you're just ripping off PUBG yeah but why so didn't fair. you say that but so is Grand Theft Auto right well, they, exactly. they have that mode in there now they didn't call out blue hole by name or say the words player knows battlegrounds yeah and we haven't heard a peep about GTA's battle royale mode it's mm, true I, I don't know. I'm I like that they are unabashedly saying like we like this game and this yeah. is our inspiration and like here's our take on it. Yeah. It's a different thing. It's a very different thing. You're building bases and you're I mean it's I guess it's as different as 100 players dropping onto an island being enclosed by a blue circle can be, but I I guess I'm of, of two minds of it is you know the part of me is just a strict consumer. I want the best version to come out and the competition breeds the best version exactly. of it, right? If 100 people are trying to design the object, you're going to get the best one. Yeah. But you know, hundred designers drop onto an island. Yeah, monkey. All of them are monkeys. All of them have typewriters. Go. It was the worst uh, of times. <laughs> but I guess like the 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 counter is is that like if people keep stealing shit you create, people can stop creating things. So I suppose. But like it's the it's World Warcraft all over again, right? Yeah. It's League of Legends all over yeah. again. We're yeah. gonna see eighteen million copycats, yeah. and the best will will rise to the top. That's mm-hmm. true. I guess as long as that keeps happening, but I feel there's a point where like you know people you know the guy like I don't want to create something because if if I create something and it's cool, then Valve's just going to make their own version of it and stamp their name on it and yeah, Gabe's going to roll in more money. And right? they will. I'm, somebody will. Activision, yeah. like Call of Duty, will have a their own take on it eventually, sure. yeah. I'm sure. And oh, for sure. It's going to be the biggest thing in the world. But I don't know. I feel like there's there's more to this story coming out because it's not, like the way the way at least I was reading it of the public guys, it was more than just salt. They like legitimately thought there was a problem in the way like they had effectively you know broken copyright or whatever yeah, whatever they, the exact legal of it is but they had they had gone too close they'd you know it wasn't a copycat it was a steal and, so, and that it the story reads like they may be considering legal action yeah. who knows if they have a leg to stand on so or, the, i think there's, there's more to come from that and i think that's that's the line if you gotta you know you can you take inspiration but don't wholesale take pieces of something like, yeah that's I, mm. I, that's very true and it there's another wrench in the works because like are you gonna sue the people that you're licensing this game engine from or like how, how does that all that, work it's, that's a and, weird uh, weird spot it's yeah. very very strange uh south park the fractured butthole has gone gold and they have released just a an excellent trailer of their uh, i usually hate when games are like we've gone gold here's a we've gone gold trailer yeah. like okay to me the layman that means fucking nothing uh, but they completely 100% rip on Kanye's That's weird, great. his mom flying through heaven trailer thing that he released a few years ago. And, uh, like they, as someone who hasn't watched South Park in a lot of years, uh, the, the gay fish bit really resonates with me. It was a funny one. It was good. Yeah. And they, uh, they're, they're rehashing the same jokes, but like the, the new season of South Park is out and everybody, I haven't watched any of it yet. But everybody at school is like they, they took our jobs all over again. Apparently, it's back, that. everyone. They took our jobs again. What did you think about the "They Took Our Jobs" episode? You guys have it seen the okay. new season. Yeah. I liked it. So the, the joke was, it's all these like, um, you know, the the redneck guys, and it wasn't like they start doing that. Like they're, they're taking our jobs, and it sounds like it's going to be the same thing over again. And what it is is 
the Google Homes and Amazon Alexas have taken their jobs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can't get a low menial job. And so they're, they're marching against those. They took our jobs? Yeah. And, That's... Uh, so it's pretty good. Yeah. I don't know. I think South Park's, uh, they're funny. They're good. The yeah. last game was great. Did you play yep. Stick of Truth? Oh, yeah. Stick of Truth? yeah. That was not it was solid. Like, it was really funny. It was short. And it was just the right kind of short. Like, you didn't oversee yeah. its welcome because South Park jokes do have a have a fuse, I guess. Oh, just- yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. 100%. Um, and, and everything I've read and heard about the Fractured Butthole is that it's going to be another... Yeah. Di- like, different enough that it isn't the same old tire shit, but it's still going to hit all those notes. What do you what do you feel about the difficulty slider? I the, the We talked about this a little last week where there's a difficulty slider that um, when you set it to... As you get progressively harder, your skin color gets darker and yeah. darker. And it doesn't affect combat, just everything else in your entire life, <laughs> which yeah. I listen as a white guy in white suburbia. I love to laugh at that shit yeah. and that maybe I'm terrible, but I know, but I think it's like a, it's a tasteful take on it because it's kind of like, that's how reality works. Yeah, it's, totally. It's relevant. The darker your skin yeah. color, the harder it is. Yeah. Like and that is, that is literally a line <laughs> from Eric Cartman in the game is it doesn't affect combat, just everything else in your entire yeah. life. And like that so, is actually very poignant. I feel like just. <laughs> The people complaining about it are just riled to complain. Like this is, I think, as, as tasteful as South Park can be. It's it's a fair shot at it. Like it's it's not being like it's not making light of the fact that it's harder to be a black person in society. It's saying it is. It, it is. is. Yeah. It's admitting it. Yep, yeah. this is true. And you go. Yeah, it is kind of true. And most I people. Is a, I want to think they feel like empowered by that. But uh, I, I I don't know how you take that as anything bad. But uh, and. I don't even want to read that mm-hmm. last Nintendo story. That's boring. But I want to ask yeah. you, Brandon, about Magic the Gathering Arena. Oh. Yeah, so the um, I think it was September 7th they did the the rollout, the big reveal of it. Um, Chris Cox is the new CEO of Wizards of the Coast. He came over from Microsoft about a year ago. He has a big um, digital background. And he was, Cox. And, uh, yeah, he was talking about, um, you know, bringing Magic into the Jalera, magic is very, um, at Hasbro investor call, they always talk about a Hearthstone isn't a competitor and everyone knows it is, but it isn't to them. It isn't so, but he, he's made a point of saying, you know, we're going to, we're going to compete in that field. And that's, that's what arena is to, to anybody who doesn't know about magic or hasn't heard about arena. It, it's magic Hearthstone. Yeah. And, like accessible yeah. digital magic, digital magic in a way that magic online, which is their currently existing digital yeah. product is not. And it's, yeah, it's clean and it's, it's simplified and it's dumbed down. And the, the way the release went is they were talking, um, a couple of people I, I really do like, and I think they're good people. Um, Nate price was one of them, but they were talking about, uh, you can play it by default. It works kind of on hearthstone rules. It's still the full magic rules, but it's kind of dumbed down and all the stuff that you normally don't care about that are, they're inherent in the magic rules, but are just, yeah, it kind of it kind of glosses in over paper. It's very easy to gloss points, over, whereas yeah. online it stops. You can just kind of turn that off and just do it, um, or you can play to, full magic rules. To give a bit of context, in in the official rules of Magic, if you and I were playing like to the letter, there would be I don't even know how many. Is it? It's probably down to like eight or nine stops a turn. There would be like eight yeah. or nine points during every turn, where which means and, and there were probably like what forty or like how tons of turns in a game yeah. where. I'm saying, all right, I pass my action, and then you are saying either I pass or do an action. And that, like, in real uh, life, that's very easy to just be like, go, 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 yeah, go, go, yeah. and like, we'll stop each other if we want something. But online, you have to do every every single time it's a button yeah. press. Of do you want to pass your action? Yes. Do you want to pass your action? Yes. And Brutal. it is very clunky to try to play online. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Like, there's a number of times where like I'll sit down playing against someone online, and I'll, I'll do something, and I'll just wave my hand like. 
throw it out and that just means I'm done. Whereas online, if I wanted to play by the letter of the rules, it's 10, 12 button clicks. Yeah, it's... So, and like the, the, I guess the joy of magic, the good thing is, is that you can, yeah, as you said in paper, you can stop and be like, wait, 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 I'm going to do this thing at this point. And you, you can handle that, that granularity on paper, um, that online doesn't do. So they're taking away a lot of that because nine percent of the time it doesn't matter. Yeah. Still the option to. Nobody needs the stop, like untap. I pass my action. Do you pass your action? Yeah. We can gloss over a bunch of that shit. Yeah. It, it kind of, it smooths it down. And, but there's still like the depth of it is. Cause they're calling are... all you play is Hearthstone. Yep. Um, there's, there's instance in magic and that stuff you can do in your opponent's turn. And that adds just such oh, an yeah, infinite level of, of depth to the game. Yeah. Like a secret that you keep in your hand. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's, but yeah, it looks slick. Um, yeah, vi- visually, I think it's super, super, super appealing. Good, yeah. I totally dig the style. Um, they have screenshots and stuff out. Yeah, yeah you is can there watch. any video? Footage? Yeah, there's like a they did like a two hour release stream. Oh. They played a couple games and it looks good. Like it looks sharp. It's cool. Like all the, um, I don't. <laughs> it's funny. Um, a lot of like the big the I'm trying to feel the Hearthstone equivalent, the mythic and the rare, the legendary and Hearthstone. I think they are yeah. cards yep. have like graphics associated with them. So one time in the in the preview stream, someone plays the giant rare dinosaur and a little dinosaur image pops up and. I don't know. I like that in Hearthstone, but in Magic, it just bugs me. But yeah, <laughs> I don't. Know, I, I, just, I dig it in Eternal, where it's like yeah. the yeah, Eternal does the, it well. Like yeah. the, the special cards feel special because yeah. they have like, oh, the screen is shaking because this yeah. dinosaur is walking up or whatever. And the, you know, stuff like that. That's cool. That's enticing and it's good. And I think it's sharp. Like it's as, as someone, I'm <laughs> I'm in a weird spot of. As someone who loves the game and wants it to be bigger, I want to just tell you this thing is going to be amazing. You're going to love it, but. You know, I followed Wizards for the last 20 years, and I know they fail at digital products. Yes. <laughs> We've been fooled one too many times so, with Magic Online. I'm just like, I, I'm, I'm leery <laughs> on it. I'm worried. But it does. It looks good, and I hope it's good, and it's sharp. It's it's a kind of a weird thing, because it Magic Online will still exist and be a totally separate product, yeah. right? So the idea is, so um, I keep trying to, like, I assume most people are going to, their touchstone is Hearthstone here. So I'm going to try to relate to that. Um, Magic releases four sets a year, uh, and... There's different formats you can play. I guess it'd be Hearthstone's standard and wild. Um, Magic standard is only the cards printed in the last two years, mm-hmm. or I guess four sets. Now. Um, so the idea with this is when it comes out, it's only going to be new stuff, new stuff forward. It's going to have nothing, none of Magic's legacy mm-hmm. stuff. And the thing about Magic is, you know, wild is kind of a joke format in Hearthstone, whereas the, the formats in Magic previous to current are living and thriving yeah, they, and amazing things. 30 there's, years yeah, of previous cards to play with. all sorts of different stuff there. So Magic Online is your place to do that, to play the older stuff. The, this one is intended to be new forward. And it's completely free to play. Well, As, free, free to play like Hearthstone is, yeah, is kind of what I gather. They, they've kind of... They, the details aren't out yet. It's still... It's not out, right? Like it's the oh, the the closed beta is starting soon. You mm-hmm. can sign up for it. Uh, go sign up for it. I think magicthegathering.com slash arena or whatever you can find it mm-hmm. um, MTG arena. whatever like, and you can I find it I literally just up. saw it but didn't yeah. remember yeah. if so, you don't want your keys we'll take them uh, this way for yeah. sure yep. um, but they, they haven't really said the assumption is it's going to be the Hearthstone model if it's free to play but you get packs mm-hmm. um, there's no word on the trading system and me personally I think it needs a trading system that's what that's what Hearthstone lacks. I think a trading fee- system is a feature, not a bug. Same as Eternal. I think it needs a trading system. Yeah. It makes the yeah. game better. It's such a weird dynamic, though, with it. like the free-to-play model and the yeah. trading system. I'm they, they haven't figured out a good way to no. mesh those two yet. But uh, it'd it, be cool if they did, though. Yeah. It looks good. Like The issue is it's only coming out to PC originally, which mm-hmm. 
To be fair, Hearthstone did. Yeah, and it, like all of them did. Eternal did the same thing. Came up to PC. Um, it's built in. Uh, it's built in Unity, so it's easy to port over to iOS and Android. And that, that's the intent. Is you know, if I can sit and play Magic on my phone, I don't think I'll ever get work done again. Um, but it looks good. Like it's one of those of I have a terrible issue being optimistic because I'm wizard sucks. You've been burned one too many times. <laughs> yeah. that, that's my worry. But it, you know, it looks good. Like I think uh, if you've ever thought Magic seems kind of cool, it's this weird, you know cryptic esoteric ridiculous thing this is the spot to jump in that's what it's intended to be it's not a lot to jump in if you if you like hearthstone and hearthstone got boring because you're tired of losing to jay druid try this out you right, love yeah yeah ramp druid op yeah yeah i'm um, kind of excited about it because that'll be me kind of breaking into magic right yeah learn about some of the cards and ob- it, objectively magic is my favorite card game i think it has um it it, it has the most you, you can play the most different ways you want that's like kind of a meaningless statement but there you are given like an infinite set of tools to play whatever your Mm -hmm. play style is whatever you like guaranteed there is some competitive way for you to play magic like it's fucking awesome the different ways you can play whereas hearthstone and the eternal in a lot of ways they kind of they're pigeonholing you into oh yeah for sure like play one of these five decks or don't play yep yeah they're they're the training wheels version whereas this is and then like to be fair to those games is magic kind of was like that 20 years ago but it had those 20 years it's it's grown up to uh you know to uh, ferment and to become good and to age and it's it's aged really damn well <laughs> i wonder if there are going to be a lot of people who've never played magic before who get into this and are immediately turned off by concepts that don't exist in hearthstone or eternal or any yeah. of the other games like uh getting land screwed for instance oh uh, you can you can in eternal you can get mad yeah you can but they they have tools built in to try to kind of yeah. get you around that yeah, and that's... like even in eternal like that's not a fun way to lose a game no it's not but i i just wonder there are gonna be a lot of things that are new to a lot of people sure i yes i i think i think people will get turned off by it but i, I believe or like six card mulligans yeah the, I, I what world do we live in that's the only game in the world where you mulligan to six now and then five, and then four, and then three. You're correct. You're, and then you're, concede. Yeah. <laughs> you're right. Um, <laughs> you know, it's a bit archaic, but I, I, I'll staunchly stand behind that, that it's a feature. Like, I think if you, if you take a step back from the emotionalness of it and look at it, that Magic has the same, or roughly the same amount of random as Hearthstone Eternal. It's just in different spots. It's in that yeah, mulligan. 100%. It's in the mana screw. It's not in these cards that deal two to four damage. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I know it, it, it sucks. It hurts. It, you know, as someone who's played a hundred thousand games of magic in my life, getting mana screwed still always sucks, but, uh, the, ra- the random feels a lot better to me in magic. I, I, I think it does. I think it feels way better than Hearthstone. Yeah. Hearthstone to me always felt like just random fucking dice rolling bullshit oh, of yeah, like, oh, congratulations. Roll. You rolled yeah. the dice better. At least in magic. It's like, well, at least I had my hand on the dice yep. before I rolled them. Yeah, that, that, I don't know. That's what I was like. I just know the number of games of Hearthstone I've watched where someone goes to get like this is when I watched Hearthstone two years ago. Um, Lightning Storm was always the card. Yeah, two to three, two to three. Like, like, and the guys I like, gotta roll three. You just roll like three. you cast it and you just like look away. I got to roll three on six different yeah. dice, right? And it's just it's dumb stuff like that. And so yeah, when you're ready to to come with your torches and pitchforks, complain about getting <laughs> mad, we'll be here. We'll be here, <laughs> and I will. I'll be fighting the same argument. I fight. Just you roll with it. Yeah. I like. It. I really love magic, and the the hope is is that just once it's free to play and the stakes are a little lower and it's easier, you can just go like, oh, sucked that one, sucked. I'll try another one. I'll yeah, play another game. I'll totally. play another game, and that's hopefully it's good. I've I've high hopes for it. It looks it looks sharp. Like I have a lot of nitpicks, but that's as someone who's you know an, an old school magic purist who likes you know I still like the old frames, the cards that stopped existing twelve years ago. Oh, the old art. You like old art? No, old frames. The uh, the brown artifacts uh, for life. Yeah. Um. So all my nitpicks are just as a traditionalist, but I think the game looks good. I hope it's good. And uh, I have a lot of faith in uh, 
in uh, in Chris Cox just leading the company in a good spot. My my worry for it is, I guess, that no one is going to really care about. But my worry is that it, as it becomes more and more of a a leading brand for the game, is that they start designing towards arena. They start designing cards that play better in arena than in paper magic. Mm. Less of the quirky, weird cards, more sorceries instead of instants. Yeah, that's a very interesting point. And I'm like, I'm curious. Have they said card development will be they've, like it'll happen between both? Like, what if they it's, just it's have just, cards they print no, and it's, then it's, once- it's, it's going to be magic? It's going to oh, be straight okay. magic. Every time a set comes out, it set comes out. Uh, but I worry that like now that knowing that, especially if it takes off, yeah, you get to set where like you know thirty percent of our player base is online, or God forbid, even more. Yeah. Um, that they start realizing, you know, stuff, they get pressure that, you know, makes something that'll play better yeah. on this platform. And that's, that's my only worry because the charm of magic is that it's not constrained by those things. You mm-hmm. get, you know, there's a magic card that says, uh, each player takes a number of objects and picks an amount of them and reveals at the same time. Yeah. And it says, it says objects. And then it's like, you can use like coins or, and it's like weird little stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. Quirky that things makes, you could never do or online. Yeah. And so, yeah, there's stuff like that that I feel, it, as it becomes more digital, as it becomes more, especially in the 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 less comprehensive rules engine, as it becomes simpler, less less instance, less interaction. Yeah. So that's my only worry is that the the soul of the game dies as it becomes more accessible to more people. But I have faith. I have to have faith. Yeah. <laughs> you you would hope that magic will still just be magic, and here's a good way to play it yeah. digitally. Yeah. That that that's the goal. Yeah, that, yeah. that that's the hope, and uh, I do believe that. So. Uh, that is all the news I have this week. I didn't pull any emails because my bad. I forgot to make the email thread on the subreddit. But uh, if you have something that you want to get on the show, you want to join us here for a thought or a question or a, one of our favorite would you rather's, drop us a line. Reddit uh, uh, slash r talking reckless on Reddit or podcast mm-hmm. at talkingreckless.com if you're one of those old timers that still writes old timey electronic M's on your typewriter. You've ever received a physical talking letter to Talking Reckless? No, that'd be cool though. Do you have a T T T R post PO I would be box? freaked out if in my mailbox was a letter to Talking Reckless. I'd be like, "Well, I need to move in, like, now." Cursive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dear Re- sirs, yeah. to whom it may concern, <laughs> uh, um, you can follow the show on Twitter. We're Talk Reckless Pod on there. Give our brother show a listen. It's the Sat Pod, satpod.podbean.com, or don't because uh, our champ is fucking holding our title hostage over there right yeah. now my title hostage over there uh brando isn't even in the country uh, if you like if you like wrestling the show sucks right now so your best way to enjoy the show is to just listen to the sap yeah they're gonna condense the best parts of the wrestling and don't as, watch don't as watch bad as the wrestling hours. gets the best parts are good and they're gonna tell you what the best yeah. parts are don't watch seven hours of wrestling a week that's fucking oh. crazy just listen to the two-hour sap pod uh and that's all i gotta say colin uh, kalinsky do you oh. want to do a do you want to do a stream breakdown for the the week to come? Sure, if I can do it on the top of my head here. We got uh, we had Kevin. We got some Dungeons and Dagos coming out on Thursday. Thursday, yes. Um, if this is Monday, you should be oh, some Oliver. Mm, yeah, he Oliver. might have already streamed by the time you're seeing this. No, this this should be up seven a.m. sharp. Seven a.m. So oh. yeah, Oliver, Oliver should be on later tonight with how do you say boom 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 I boom a Ollie boom Ali boom by or something. Oh God, he's gonna B U M A Y E. He's going to send a curse off on his friend. Uh, Monday Night Fight Club. Monday Night Fight Club. Join for <laughs> NMFC. <laughs> nice. uh, it's canon. Um, canon. I'm on Saturday with Church of the Matter Day Saints. It's a church. What's, is it still PUBG or is it, is it moved on? Uh, as of right now, it's PUBG until, until we taste that chicken. PUBG for life. Still chicken free. You've never tasted the chicken? Not once, no. Wow. I play a lot of solo, right? Oh. So it's really. I have a lot of friends who have gotten it, but they all do it in groups of four, yeah. which. That's only that's a one in twenty five chance of getting a chicken. Yeah, I'm out true. there playing one in a hundred chance of getting a chicken. 
And then uh, Sunday, the champ, former champ, hopefully by that point, Warren Barris is on. <laughs> Absolutely. He's planning uh, to do some the breakdown. We talked about earlier the... Yeah. Whatever the PPV is. No Mercy. No Mercy. No, he's he's going to do a sim in WWE 2K17, which he always does for the pay-per-views. Yeah, the guy can commentate. He's going to have some good good insight on it. Oh, yeah. Uh, I hope Ron Strowman crushes Brock Lesnar. He's the champion we all deserve. Uh, and uh, and then you guys are going to hit it up with some uh, magic, I think, on Sunday is the plan. Yeah. Uh, Kevin and I, magic at some point. We're going to play some We're gonna play some draft. We're going to show you what it's like. and uh, Magic the Gathering. Magic the Gathering. We're not going to be playing Arena, the one we were just talking about. We're playing original magic online. You can see it's... <laughs> <laughs> it's shortcomings and it's uh, new stuff. Who's gonna actually? Are you gonna actually be playing? Who's gonna be? I, I don't know. Buttons? We gotta we gotta figure that one out. I think I'm gonna make Kevin do it. He hasn't played in good five uh, years. Good. So Ugh. every stop, full stops. Full stops. The chat so. wants full stops. Are you ready for it? It'll be a good time. <laughs> uh, it's Saturday awesome. or Sunday, and we we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll let you know. You'll have plenty of notice. Yeah, there's a schedule up on Twitch.tv/slash/talkingreckless now that shows every show coming up. So if you wanna. Uh, sorry, twitch.tv slash talking reckless podcast. Yes. Or talking reckless with a W. With a W, yeah. I don't is the schedule up on the W channel? Probably not, but we'll the be channel's soon. there. <laughs> um Colin, thanks for joining us, man. Thanks for being here yeah. all day doing that uh, number one contenders match. Sorry, I contributed. I'm sorry it didn't work out for you, but I promise I'm gonna be the champion uh, <laughs> okay, to, to, thank rep- you. to re- represent. I need you. you to represent me. Yes, absolutely. And uh Brandon, thank you so much for coming and calling the games. Happy happy to be here, happy to help out. And uh I think I hear I think I hear Oliver coming in for uh for a, for a goodbye. Do you? What do you? I don't know what we're doing. Oh, okay. I was hoping to get an Oliver impression on this. Cool! <laughs> that was. <laughs> I'm, listen, I'm a yes and man, but I didn't know where we were going with that at all. Wow. Uh, no, Oliver fucking misses goodbye. He sucks. Uh, he's, I'm not going to represent him. I'm Collins champ. No one else's oh, thanks. Uh, we'll see you here on all our streams. Thanks so much for hanging out. Uh, if you don't watch live, we do these things live on twitch.tv slash talking about this podcast. Join us for the show, etc. etc. We'll see you here next week. It'll be the 197th, count them, 197th episode of the Talking Reckless Podcast. Yeah.